0: time to catch up on the Malloy Drive Show. Yeah. OK, Australia, you know him. Hey. You can count on him.
1: I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Uh, go to the top shelf, ladies.
0: And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is it's Malloy.
1: Buckle up, Australia. It's going to be a beauty. We've got trouble on deck. Mm. In the form of uh, Labour leader, Federal Opposition Leader Albo. Anthony oh. Albanese is in for chat. Can't okay. wait to put him up on blocks and uh,
2: see what's under the bonnet. Yeah. Tanner Douglas. Neighbringer yeah. Bell? She is Australian. In fact, the world's first female roadie. She's written a book and she has all the, the stories. What a
1: bunch of stories. Parties oh. she's been to. I would hear about being locked in a dressing room with Iggy
2: Pop and yeah. David Bowie. She flattered with ACDC when she was 16. Did Just she Just a kid. And
1: slept with one of them. We'll oh, get to that. Right I can say it because it's in her book, yeah. which is a bloody beauty. It's called Loud. Yes. And uh, she's a significant figure in the world of rock and Can't roll. Wait. She's coming in. Uh, nearly Meadows is going to walk us through what's going on in the world of sport. Israel Falau is back.
2: Apparently in so.
1: NRL, how do you feel about that, people? LeBron's been in the wars. <laughs> There's so much going on. And cricket, our Test Series cancelled. No good, I South hate Africa. To see it. It's yeah. the only form of cricket I watch, Dave. You do love your cricket. test cricket, don't you? Yeah. So that uh, leaves a big hole in I my agree. sports calendar. Uh, Tourism Australia are back on deck. Oh, man. Where are we going today, Dave? We are
2: going to the great state of Victoria.
1: Victoria. We're going to send you to
2: Victoria
1: yes. uh, to have a holiday. Where do you want to go? Why do you want to go there? The oh, Big Koala.
2: Ever been there? The Big Koala. Just out, a big of, koala? Uh, yeah, just out of Horsham in the Wimmera, not far from the Where Grampians. Where is it, the Big Koala? There is a giant koala on the side of the freeway. There's a gift shop there as well. You can go inside the koala. Oh, well, I'm going to go myself. <laughs> okay. I'll try and win this competition. There
1: you go. Uh, We'll be doing that. We'll be taking your calls. We'll be taking your yes. tweets. We've got the Song Whisperer. We've got so much to get through. A bit of food news, but mm. I it's I don't like starting on a downer, but, you yeah, know, you and everyone else in the show should have a good old look at what are you talking about? themselves and how they conducted themselves yesterday you know? when you tried to put Sir Tom Moore... Oh in the Deadpool. I didn't. And today, uh, well, he passed away. he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Rob from Wodonga, our listener, quite frankly, has blood on his hands because yeah. he rang up. if you got he? it there? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, let's blame what? him. I was on his oh, well, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> He's on his not going to make yeah. it through the next year, buddy. I hate to wish it on him,
2: but Sir Tom, the old fella who saved the National Health Service oh, in England, God, bombed on. Hitler in the Second World oh, War and got knighted yeah. by the Queen. He's got, got
1: nothing else to live for. <laughs> to Come on, Rob. Oh. Rob, I hope you're happy with yourself. I hope you're happy, Rob. Well, you were, you were on it too. I was you. not on Sir
2: Tom. I was on his side. This is a guy who raised $45 million last year for charity. Yep. He, uh, he's he got the Pride of Britain Award. Um, captain? In the Army, World War the II Army. fought, yeah. Um, uh, Yorkshire Regiment Medal as well. And, yeah, got knighted by the Queen and last now, year. Dead as a dodo.
1: However, he did squeeze in a trip to Barbados, and that gives me great joy. If you're gonna go, yeah, I mean, if you knew, you know what I think. Sometimes wouldn't it be great if you had you were born with a use by date, like a like so a so you'd like to mil- know, like a carton of milk. Well, I guarantee you this. Mm. I guarantee you this. You would live your life in a completely different manner. If you knew the exact date, if when you knew, go, oh, right? I'm uh, I'm uh, Dave Williams, yeah, and I'm going to be dead in 2023 on July the 12th. Oh, I guarantee you, you wouldn't be here. Yeah, <laughs> two years to go, uh, and that you is true. Would be. That is true. Do you know what I mean? But but do you know what we do? We live in a temporal haze, and we yeah, convince right. ourselves it's open ended. So, yes. how much time do you
2: waste? You know. Yeah, yeah. I think if you get to a hundred, you'd be happy at 100, wouldn't you? I'd be happy at 85. I'd, I'd take 58.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really would. I really would, I would take it. Yeah. But uh, old Tom's gone, he got to Barbados. As a how many hundred year old men mm. do you know who do their lap of honour on Barbados? No right to
2: the very end. Good on you,
1: sir, so, Tom. Good on him. Yeah, Happy well done. to hear good it. Good innings. Um, now what
2: about you? Bad news in your department. So we have got the contract today officially for the pool. For that's the big going pool, the pool's in. going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got a contract. Is all this
1: final. contra, or are you paying for this? No, I'm what's paying happening? for everything. Thank right, you very
2: much. Okay, all right, salute. Well, no, pool chemicals are pretty expensive, so you can jump on board. <laughs> right, and what's um, happened, so? What's so? You've already struck your first problem with the pool. So, yeah, well, we're going through the contract and what's required, and so they'll be coming in to dig up the pool, obviously, because it's an in-ground one. Yeah, right, and where? Show no,
1: off. no, I'm saying where Pardon
2: they're going to dig it up is uh, where the cat was buried. So. <laughs> What uh, am I going to do there? I've, I've, I don't want. Well, hang on, this is one you just recently. Buried. Well, there's two. There's an old puss from ten years ago that's buried in the backyard, not far from where the new one is. Yeah, and the current puss. Yeah, so. a few probably dead. Yeah, you know, homeless people from around. There. I know what <laughs> you like. No, they are working on a a seed no, out of human no, skin out see the see back. There a couple from... of budgies and the cats. That's about it in the backyard. <laughs> but I don't know what. Mate, to this do. is
1: this is like building a pool on an ancient <laughs> Indian burial ground. Yeah, it would I... be the spookiest
2: pool in history. But I don't want to do the grizzly job because I'm going to have to. You're going to have to do it. Dig it up. You're going to let the pool guy do it, are you? Well, he could, and he could just put it in the back of the tipper and take it to the tip. But I, I think it, you, you need to dig it up. I think Puss and needs some on. sort of respectful.
1: You need to exhume... because you didn't even name
2: the cat, did you? No, Puss. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're to dig it up. It was a stray cat that lived at our house, so yeah, just got Puss. But yeah, so and look, <laughs> she only died probably. It wasn't November, so I'm still thinking oh, Puss is in the decomposting sort of stage. Yeah, so that's uh, still fresh. So I'm thinking that's going to be a grizzly dig. (laughs) It's going to be a grizzly dig. You're cooked. Jay's joined us,
1: as usual. Jay, you've had some, you've exposed to some dead animals recently? Sure have. My
3: niece, Olivia, uh, just got a fish.
1: Uh, a goldfish?
3: Named it Moonlight. Now, some sort of fighting fish. I don't know uh, exactly what type of fish it was. but <laughs> Moonlight doesn't... If you're going to have a fighting fish, yeah.
1: you call it, you know... Destroyer. <laughs> 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 Please welcome in the icon of
3: Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Nemo. Ian what? took it, picked it out, and uh, that fish, uh, Moonlight, sadly, died. Twenty-four hours. Didn't Twenty-four even,
1: didn't hours. did make it. No. Now, did you t- did? Uh, what's your niece's name? Olivia. Olivia. Did you tell Olivia, or did you go and buy another one and pretend? It no, was she was fish?
3: she was aware and she was quite sad, but she said, "You know sure. what? We're going to get another." Was one. she there
1: when it so, died? She
3: was discovered. she involved
1: in its death? It's, well, mm. <laughs> did she contribute in any way? <laughs> that's a grey area. The because um, that's they, how serial killers start. No. They start on like Dave's cat yeah. or this fish. Yep. No, so li- where li- where are li- where you at?
3: So they uh, got a replacement fish. Got another fish. Another fighting fish, right? And Moonlight, Moonlight 2. Two. How's that going? Still alive.
1: <laughs> what? But in there, there was there
3: was uh, a worry that it was on its last legs. It was swimming sort of vertically, <laughs> and um, okay. but she called this morning and said good news. Moonlight Two is still with us. It's
1: still good. with us. You know, if you do what's a good party trick? What's that? Is you get a slice of carrot mm. and you put it in your friend's fish tank, and when you go over there, you go, oh look, and you put your hand in and you <laughs> shoot, oh, and you pull it out, good. shaking it, and put it in your mouth. <laughs>
2: In front of the kids. Bang. Oh, I like and it. It is a no, load a of good fun. Trip. What do we got next, Dave? All right, coming up, we've got some food news and then Narrowly Meadows to join us. Yeah, it's Barbados a big win. news. When, it's Barbados. Oh, right, I beg your pardon. Barbados news right after this. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. I'm giving you the chance to win a holiday here this year thanks to Tourism Australia, a Victorian holiday for you, so you can never think coming about day, that. Yeah. Live well, and let
1: die. That was for Sir Tom Moore. Yeah. Who, bye. well, died. Yeah. Forget the live bit.
2: But he went to Barbados. Found a song for it. There it is. models from Barbados. 100%. It's one of those places you
1: think of when you think of good times, boat drinks. 100%. Yeah, know, that's a holiday destination. A limbo. Yeah. I've been there. Went there for the cricket final, World Cup cricket final between Sri Lanka and Australia. It was one of the great days. Really? Stayed at the team hotel with the Australian cricket team oh, and a... the Sri Lankan cricket team. Wow. Yep, it was one of the great trips. So great beaches, great people, it is on. just it's that just lifestyle. paradise on oh, earth. Oh man! But I was wondering if, while Sir Tom was there, mm. he uh, he had one of the new tropical whoppers. But I'm wondering <laughs> okay. if the tropical whopper has even served in Barbados, because you see, it's got a kind of Jamaican feel to it, Right-o. By the voiceover guy. Okay. Have you heard that? It's this Hungry Jack's new. Uh, Tropical Whopper. Tropical Whopper, and they've tried to give it a a Caribbean feel. I'm not convinced. Now, we might get your thoughts on this, whether this guy is actually – Jamaican. Legit. All right. Will we have a listen. Yeah. Here he is. Hungry Jack's new tropical whopper with juicy pineapple, double bacon, and smoky barbecue sauce. The tropical whopper only at Hungry Jack's. Is that a. Oh, that's not a I'm Jamaican not sure. with juicy. <laughs> that's a white guy in a studio. Could be. on a Jamaican accent. Is Could that. Be. Play it again for no. me. Everyone, give me a call if Righto. you think that's real or not. One, no, two okay. three. Three, four, three, but I don't think there's All anything. Right. Hungry Jack's new tropical whopper with juicy pineapple, <laughs> double bacon and smoky
2: barbecue sauce. Oh, cool the man. tropical whopper only at Hungry Jack's. Reminds me of a uh, Black juicy. Thunder driver. I used to work with Stick Maribo. Um, yeah, right. He was of Jamaican But he was Jamaican. He was, but uh, but he was Aussie, as they, like, in terms of the accent. So he talked to you like this, and then he'd do the, the crosses on the on the radio. Yo, man, Stick Maribo, <laughs> down here, get your free hall magazine the pastor, don't you do the left-hand side, <laughs> So he really kind of laid it yeah, on I'm a off. bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, one triple three five three, you can chip in if you think that's a voiceover artist yeah, or a genuine The Jamaican. best voiceover,
1: the best Jamaican guy i ever met was on the Isle of Jamaica mm. when I was doing some uh, cliff diving, Dave. I don't know if I've ever oh. told you about this. Cliff dive. <laughs> Excuse me. <I> <laughs> As if. Okay, yellow card, Dave. What do you mean? I was cliff diving in the grill on the island of Jamaica. How I, high I was the I jumped off cliff? a frigging cliff. Cliff! Like let's call it 15 stories, mate. Really? Let's call it 15 stories. No, this is a true story. So they've also got a bar called Rick's Cafe, mm. like the one from Casablanca. Oh, beautiful. In, let's just say I've had a couple. <laughs> right, okay. I've had a, I've had a couple of and cocktails a and I'm watching them cliff diving and I've gone, ah, can't be that hard. Oh, my God. So I've togged off because it's on the beach. So I've togged off yeah. and gone over in my speeders. Yeah. And I go to the guy at the top of the cliff, I'm going to give this a burl Oh, no. And he goes... Okay, he, he goes. Okay, man. <laughs> so I go up and I. He goes. I, I, I look down, hmm. and as soon as I look down, I don't want to do it. He goes, "Never look down, man. You <laughs> never, you never look down." Yeah. Right. And I go, "I can't do it." At which point, oh no, I hear, "That's McMilloy. Oh no, that's McMilloy. And okay. I turn around, and there are these three young girls from right. bikinis who have identified okay. me on the side of a cliff oh, in no. Jamaica who come from Victoria.
2: So you're in your bugger McMilloy.
1: I'm, I'm in my budget. You've space. had a couple of beers. I've had a couple. I'm on the side <laughs> of a cliff, and and when he hears this, the Jamaican guy goes, "You've got to go, Mum. <laughs> so I, so you did it. I risked my own life and wow. jumped off a cliff because I was too it. embarrassed to let down. So were you like a pin drop, or did you go head first? What it was a the... pin drop, apart from my left arm, which was slightly <laughs> out, and uh, it's never been the same since. <laughs> it was like you know, it's like when you rip a the, the wing off a chicken. Yeah, that's
2: right. How did I kind of that
1: feel. It was that's still a, unbelievable. It was, it was still a good trip though. Have you got? Are you across the? Gym? Oh, hang on. Pee-wee's on the line. Pee-wee, what do you think? Is that uh, – let's play it again. Play it again, oh, Dave, and then we'll see Hungry Jack's new Tropical Whopper with juicy pineapple, double bacon, and smoky barbecue sauce. Mop. The Tropical Whopper, only at Hungry Jack's. Mm. Pee-wee, what's your thoughts? Jamaican or not Jamaican? <laughs> Sorry, Mick, I'm still laughing at the thought of you jumping off. <laughs> I don't know. why uh, yeah, uh, my neck is copped a fair bit. <laughs> Did they? Wow. Geez. Geez. Hey, J- yeah. Jamaican um, or non-Jamaican?
4: Yeah, well, I kind of think it's non-Jamaican. I reckon it might be Jay Mueller.
1: Oh! oh. oh. Song was who, who can we say often gets confused with being a, a black man you do, on this you? program. Jay? People have asked me that several uh, uh, times. Not in the downstairs department. <laughs> but not, not
2: quite as large. Can you do a Jamaican accent? <laughs> I, I cannot.
3: Me? I cannot. Did you it's think Jay me. was
2: black, Pee Wee? not me.
4: Um, uh, I might have... I don't know. I don't like going down that road, Mick. It's very dangerous. Well, what,
1: identifying right. ethnic. Mm. I wouldn't I already... have been surprised. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Jay, could you do a Jamaican accent for
2: me? I, I could not. Say beer.
1: <laughs> no, I can do Okay, could you do a Chinese accent for me?
2: <laughs> say beer. Could you do beer? Then say can. Can. So say it again. Beer, beer can. Yeah, bacon. H- Okay, now go. say kookaburra. <laughs> Oh, a okay. kookaburra!
3: It's not a kookaburra. Oh, it's a kookaburra. It's a kookaburra. Oh, I'm you it's a kookaburra. Emu. Peewee, does your wife think I have a fake accent?
4: Yeah, I argue with her all the time. She has that guy's face. She reckons <laughs> you're an Australian just trying to do a deep American accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't have a lot going on in your life if you're yeah. arguing over Jay. Hey, give him something. Uh, give Peewee uh, case of Brick Lane coming away, way, Peewee. Thanks, Good on mate. you, Peewee. Appreciate That's the, the draft. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Stuart's on the line. Stuart, Jamaican or non-Jamaican? Hundred and fifty-five percent Jamaican. Oh, you reckon Ooh. it is? It's real. Mate, don't, don't you think I'd the stay- juicy is a bit of a giveaway? Who would say that? I'd, I'd stake my life on it. Nice. Right. All right. I guarantee you, they would be woofing those over in Jamaica. Okay. They'd be serving them at the at the Institute of Sport. Those right. guys are the la- have been there. They're the yeah. laziest guys in the world. They- but they look like they've been in the gym for nine hours a day. Wow. They are laboratory yeah. built to win the 100 meters. Yeah, like, no something kidding. happened on that island many years yeah. ago which meant the strongest most yep. powerful men on the face of the planet wow. all congregated They're on this being blessed. island. They can eat a bucket of chicken and still go out and beat you in the 400 <laughs> right. meters. Ah, uh, Laurie, Laurie, is it? Is it uh, Jamaican or not?
4: Definitely not. Uh-huh. I reckon it's Vin
1: Diesel, mate. <laughs> Vin Diesel is Okay, Vin Diesel, yeah, if he was short on work. We get the idea. <laughs> um, right. Hey, Hey, we, we better get moving, Dave. When we come back, yeah. loads to get through in the world of sport yeah. with Neralee Meadows.
0: Yeah, with the program, it's This is Malloy. <laughs> Neralee Meadows.
1: Sports wrap. Too much going on in the world of sport. I can't pick my way through it or make head nor tail. Neralee Meadows is joining us to go through the big ones. Uh, Let's start at the top now, Ollie. Great news, Merv Hughes. Hall of Fame, I'm guessing it's uh, been taken well in cricket circles.
5: Yeah, the 56th inductee, Mickey, and what a character as well. I don't (laughs) know about you, but all I think of when I think Merv Hughes is the big Mo, the massive smile and warming up in front of the crowd. So he's just such a character. Wonderful stuff for Australia and really a good news story in amongst the really negative story that's emerged in the last 24 hours, and that is that Australia are not Uh, completing the tour of South Africa in the end.
1: Okay. Now, I'm going to have a guess here and say it hasn't gone down that well in (laughs) South Africa.
5: Certainly has not. They're not happy at all. They put out a fairly strongly worded statement last night saying they're immensely disappointed. It was at the 11th hour. We'd gone above and beyond to do all these things for Australia. They'd basically given them the hotel to themselves rather than sharing it with Team South Africa and still not good enough for Cricket Australia. They decided, hey, look, we're happy to play it on Australian soil, but that also wasn't uh, going to fly with Cricket South Africa. So the tour has been postponed indefinitely. That also means that... Australia's hopes of being in the World Test Championship final against New Zealand are pretty much done and dusted. They're relying on other results going their way, which was a big thing for Tim Payne.
1: Really hoping for another underarm (laughs) against New Zealand to take the (laughs) Chockeys in the Test. Let's move on, though, to the biggest story in cricket, world cricket, which you've buried, I noticed, which is the toasted sandwich boy (laughs) has been outed. By Langer, who is the Australian Test player, Neralee Meadows, who asked to take the field with a toasted cheese and ham sandwich in their pocket?
5: Look, we didn't want to out him on Monday, did we? (laughs) But let's be honest, if everyone was going to have a stab in the dark, it was going to be Manus Labashane. And (laughs) ding, 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 ding. (laughs) JL has revealed it is the... The bloke I think we've ever come across in Australian cricket, not necessarily in a negative way. Maybe
1: the sandwich will shut him up. Maybe (laughs) if he's eating on a sandwich.
5: It's a new saying. Put a sandwich in it, Marna. All
1: right, let's move on. Let's go to NRL. Um, This one came out of nowhere. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Israel Folau to the Dragons. Is this happening?
5: Yeah, the Dragons have officially made it clear that they want Israel Folau. Folau, of course, hasn't played in the NRL since leaving the Broncos in 2010. He was... Uh, playing for the Wallabies, as we know, and in 2019 had his contract torn up because he made homophobic comments on Amongst social media, things. and that yeah. turned into a massive battle.
1: Here's what he posted. It was a warning for drunks, homosexual, adulterers, liars, fornicator thieves, atheists, and idolaters. And I'm seven out of those eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it to you to work out which one I'm not.
5: Look, in all seriousness, he said that hell awaits gay people, and Oof. that post... Still yeah. Remains that you were talking about that still remains on his Instagram page, and the Dragons are saying we're interested.
1: You're taking the temperature on this one. I mean, are, are people okay with this? It feels wrong to me.
5: It feels wrong to me as well. Look, we'd all like to live in a world where there aren't you know homophobic slurs and mm. things like this. But look, I filled out one of the polls on online today just to get a gauge of it and it was showing that more people were in favour of giving him a second chance.
1: Watch this space. Mm. Will the NRL come over the top and have any say in this? or?
5: Yeah, they have to apply to the NRL. So the NRL Jeez. will look at it and we'll uh, go from there. But a million dollar contract for a couple of years, I believe.
1: All right, I'm sure Collingwood would have him. <laughs> Can we move overseas? What is going on? LeBron has gotten an argument with a uh, woman He's calling.
5: Courtside Karen. Courtside Karen. With laughing emojis. Basically, an Atlanta businessman, Chris Carlos, sitting courtside during the Lakers-Hawks uh, game, which the Lakers ended up winning, and LeBron, yep. of course, played well. They ended up getting ejected because they got into a bit of a verbal stoush. Juliana was the wife. We've <laughs> got
1: the exchange here. Let's play it. We'll hear a little bit of her exchange with LeBron. LeBron and Jay. what happens after? She then goes on her social media and posts yeah. her version of the story.
0: I'm not
5: a joke. minding my own business. All of a sudden, LeBron says something to my husband. And I and I see this. I stand up and go, don't f-ing talk to my husband. And he looks at me and he goes, sit the f- down, b and I go, don't fucking call me a bitch get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, LeBron. You're a bitch. get the fuck out of here. You're going to let a 25-year-old girl intimidate you during a game? Bye,
1: Look, I'm not saying oh. I'm taking LeBron's side, but she does sound like a bit of a bitch.
5: <laughs> Courtside Karen. Courtside Karen.
1: I've heard worse when I go to the footy with yeah. you and the Freos are four goals down.
5: Courtside Ness. Courtside Ness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, listen! Thanks for swinging by. Good luck at the tennis, uh, and we'll catch up soon. Thanks,
5: guys. Thanks for having me. A drive
0: home that's always unpredictable.
5: This
2: is Malloy. Song whisperer coming up not far. And Tana Douglas, you want to stick around for Tana? She's an author. She's uh, the world's first female roadie, and what a story. she knows where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> Does she ever? Second hour. She's been up. to all the parties, done all the
1: biggest bands. She's Can't looked with some of them. She is a character. Yeah. This is. Uh, uh, a page-turner, put yeah. it that way. Now, before we get there, mm. I want to check in with and do some billionaire news, right if on. we can, because the billionaires are making headlines today, starting with Jeff Bezos, the, oh, most, yeah. the richest man in the world. He's stepping down as CEO of the company he founded as an online bookstore many years ago, Amazon. Here's Jeez. how the news was broken.
5: Andy Jassy is going to become Amazon's CEO, replacing Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos will be the executive Chairman, obviously Bezos, the founder, longtime
1: CEO. Right, he's stepping down and says he'll have more time for side projects. Mm. So, I like, I guess, sending more dick pics. <laughs> what goes I almost, on there? I just, what goes on? It's there? my favourite story in the world. It makes no sense. That the richest man, who, which also possibly makes him the smartest man in the world. Exactly. Can still get done sending a dick pic. What are you doing, but mate? it Resulted in him uh, his oh, marriage yeah. break up. She's taken half the, the money. The richest settlement in the in the that's world, right. something like fifty billion dollars. And now she's on your list it's of women very, you I want love,
2: to cover. Women I cover it. Yeah. Love a first date, <laughs> right?
1: With what's her name,
2: Mrs. Bezos. Mrs. Bezos. Yeah. but that's
1: unbelievable. But that is so. I don't get that. Here he is, yeah. your smartest guy in the world. Yeah. And he's stepping down. What to do? Yeah. Spend spend some dollars. Yeah. What would you do? You're the richest man in the world, and you step down from all your jobs.
2: Ah. Uh, what would I do? Oh man, I don't know. I'd just travel somewhere, and you, you know, know get, what you get do. A farm or something. You yeah. still you still wouldn't buy the family <laughs>
1: Queenscliff chips. <laughs> mate, you're
2: gonna you have, have, have to step let the richest go. man in the world. I'm you're not gonna have you to go, let mate. that go.
1: By by the way, I stand if, by it. By if, the if, way. That could be one of the reasons people want to win the trip today. To Victoria, to go and see the fish and chip shop you refused repu- to buy the hey, and
2: nothing against that fish and chip shop, because I'm I sure it is an amazing...
1: They're, they're like a tourist attraction. Yeah, they're brilliant.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So don't for the fact that I don't want to spend $57 on a family pack of fish and chips, overpriced, um, <laughs> you shouldn't have to go there. So make sure you visit. Queenscliff's a beautiful spot. There's a fort there and everything. So
1: Elon Musk... Oh, has, yeah, has like? exploded and blown up another rocket. So SpaceX, which is his company, I think he just passed Jeff Recently. Bezos for richest man of yeah, the world. Yeah, I think it's tit for tat at the moment. Well, he might be back in second place yeah. after blowing up his own rocket. Oh, no. Um... Uh, we he blew up his rocket. It was on the launch pad. Mm. There was another one of their rockets ready to go. Yeah, it's no coincidence to me this has happened mm. after he's put the bar back into the factory. <laughs> Remember we covered the story? We did. He put the bar into yeah, the factory. Yeah, said, so I'm putting it on SpaceX yeah, yeah. on the ground. So you reckon Houston, being... we have a problem? We're out of ice. <laughs> I reckon um, this clearly has been factored in. Yeah, how uh, they tried to launch it instead, mm. it blew up. Have we got some audio yeah. of the launch? Here's and what went See down. if you can pick the moment. <laughs> That uh, this launch goes wrong. Right.
4: We're preparing to restart two engines, flip the vehicle vertical, then transition to one engine for the landing burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: We will start speaking for fires. Well, as you
4: can see from the uh, scene, we got a lot of good data on flap control. And again, we've just got to work on that landing a little bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is the greatest bit of spin from an explosion I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, have we got time quickly? Can I just – I just want to check in. People have been asking me about this. This was a true story, Putin, while we're doing Billionaire Watch. People thought we were making it up. This is an actual description Mm. of his house, like that you would – find online yeah, yeah. if it was being advertised. You go realestate.com. For, so, you Russia. go in, you go Putin's Palace, here's yeah. what you'll hear. All right.
5: It has secure fences, its own port, security, a church, its own permit system, a no-fly zone and even its own border checkpoint. It spans over 190,000 square feet and the FBK says the palace costs a whopping $1.35 billion to construct. There is also a huge greenhouse on the grounds, which has trees and plants constantly monitored by about 40 gardeners on site. We can then see the large church on the property, a giant 80-meter bridge and a couple of helipads. has a
1: hockey rink and underground hockey complex. Yes. So, is it, would you say it's a good for a first home buyer? <laughs> Maybe. Imagine if you'd have enough for sale. We just want you to go, we're just go. we just going to consult the vendor. Yeah, yeah. All, you, all you'd hear is a gunshot. Yeah, you know, you don't. Want <laughs> you there, like, there, do you? It's own no fly
2: zone, it's own border. Yeah. It has a border. That's unbelievable. It's got two helipads, it's got 40, 40 gardeners with a giant greenhouse.
1: And you've yeah. got a Big pool going in. This could be you in a Maybe. few days. Hey, uh, time. That's that's and News, by the way. Oh, that's I think it? we've covered it. When right we come on. back, we're going to check in for the first time this year uh, with a political leader, right. and on this occasion, it's the Labor opposition leader, uh, Anthony Albanese. Right
2: after this. Malloy the drive home, this
1: is Malloy. Malloy. That's right, and a very special guest. You know, Dave, I Mm. lean slightly to the left. I think it's fair to say, and I've been wondering. We don't hear a lot about the Labor Party these days. There's so much stuff going on in the world. Trump's Mm. hogging the headlines. Mm. There's uh, there's COVID running rampant. There's so much to get through, so I thought uh, we should probably shine a spotlight today on the Labor Party, and in particular, the federal opposition leader, he's a keen Supporter. He's a fan of Bruce Springsteen and cop this, Dave. I'm listening. He regularly DJed at Labour and charity events under the name DJ Elbow.
2: Not bad. Mate, Good he's he's going to cut you a lunch. He might be Dangerous Elbow next. Mate, Who knows? Be dangerous Elbow,
1: or he could be hosting this show <laughs> he with might me. Be too. Make him welcome. It's Anthony Albanese. How are you, Elbow? I'm
4: very well. Well, I, I could be. Yeah, Jane seems to have. Gone missing? Yeah, we. Uh, that's, that's
1: what not that up. What happened before talk, the but... court's elbow? <laughs> DJ, what was your set? Yeah, what yeah. did you? What, what you was your go-to?
4: I do stuff that you expect someone of my vintage to do. So
1: oh. you know, oils, oh. chisels,
4: <laughs> spider <laughs> debate. chisels. That's great. That's all triple M music. Well,
1: that is all triple M. Yeah, yeah.
4: no, it, it is very consistent with triple M. I've got to say,
1: I love your style. And which station do you listen to? Just out of interest, yeah, radio. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. Well, I, I listen to your banter in, in the okay. afternoon and. I listen to the Moon Man in the morning, quite often. Oh,
2: well done, Albo.
4: When Parliament's on, I've got to say, I'm uh, more listening to uh, the national broadcaster. Of course. I think the last thing, particularly if you're in a car, you want is, is all talk and not enough fun. Well, That's
1: it. Albo, let's start by talking about the car crash and I'm not referring to your tenure as Labour leader. Why? <laughs> I want to know about the car crash How serious was it? You got knocked off the road Talk us through it Pretty
4: serious A head on with a Range Rover I do not recommend Wow Uh, It was on the wrong side of the road Good Lord It must be said And Mm. it scared the hell out of me Let me tell you uh, Something I won't forget Is the half a second Looking at it coming straight for us And then the bang Uh But the good news is That Whilst the cars are right off, uh, I'm not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've been involved in two car accidents and I just instinctively do a runner. Did you do that?
4: (laughs) I couldn't get out of the car. It was was all crumpled up and smashed in. They told me the paramedics said if it was a foot either way, it would have been right badge to badge and it would have come straight through us or it would have been sort of through the door. So I was very lucky. It's
1: great to have you here and it's great to have you fight another day and lead the proud Labour Party. Hinder, what could well be an early election? What's what's your tip? Are we going in September, or October? Because he kind of feels like he's got the momentum at the moment. This bloke, he's got COVID on his side, and he's he's good to go. And he'd probably not like to give you as much time as you'd like to run up. Are we going to go to the the polls this year?
4: Well, if we we only have three-year terms federally. If he goes early, it's because he doesn't think he can last the term. He thinks it's all going to go to rubbish down the track. So it will be him putting his hand up saying it's going to be too hard next year. And the lesson for Prime Ministers who go early thinking that'll be good for them is that it hasn't always worked out all that well. But we'll be ready yep. whenever it is.
1: Well, I can't wait to hear that. Can I ask you your thoughts on a couple of the big-ticket items? Two incidents to me that uh, I've been disappointed in lately from our current government, and that was this response to the Capitol building insurgency where most Western... Leaders came out and on the day said that is just not on, that is a disgrace. Yet somehow we still felt we didn't want to poke the bear or upset Trump or aligned ourselves with Trump in the face of the the bald facts, which were these guys were domestic terrorists attacking the seat of power in a in a in a democracy.
4: Absolutely, and we we raised in Parliament today the fact that Craig Kelly, who defended. Uh, what happened in in washington at the capitol building is actually chair of the parliaments uh joint committee on law enforcement now that oversees the australian federal police now a, a police officer was uh, one of the people who lost their lives Correct. they were killed yes, that's in right. the capitol building in the parliament yeah and Uh, How he can continue in that position and how Scott Morrison can say nothing to see here, uh, he can just stay in that position, is beyond me. We should be allowed to... I, I think the US alliance is so important for us. It's our most important relationship. But real mates and friends call each other out when they get it wrong... And uh, that was wrong, yep. what happened uh, in Washington, in that building, just like if uh, people had an, an insurrection in the parliament here yep. and uh, made the sort of threats, then you've got to call it out.
1: Indeed. The other one I want to mention, too, is, was Australia Day, which we seem to be bogged down in now, and it seems to go to the heart of our identity as a country I don't think it was helped this year by comments made by Scott Morrison about uh, First Settlers having a tough time or indeed going to Margaret Court and honouring her, regardless of what she did on on the tennis court. You know that's divisive and you know that's not fair. How do you think our handling of Australia Day was and where do we go with this so we can all enjoy this day together? The
4: decision on Margaret Court was the worst since the one on Prince Philip, frankly. (laughs) Yeah, You know, I, I don't support rewriting history. I don't support changing names of Margaret Court Arena or the issue of statues or or what have you. You can't rewrite history. But the new award can't be for Margaret Court playing tennis because she already had an AO. Yeah. And she hasn't struck a ball in anger for a very long time. (laughs) She hasn't
1: done much uh, on the stage since, apart from offend people. Exactly.
4: Look, I think we need a national discussion so that all Australians can celebrate our national day. And it's not surprising that if you're an Aboriginal Australian, then you've got a problem oh, I get it. Uh, with the date that's there. And I, I get that. And I reckon particularly younger people all really respond. to it. I know my my son and all of his mates... They, they are pretty clear
1: about their position. <laughs> that, that's right. Well, I, I think we can find a date we all like that's uniquely Australian. The day Booney broke the record <laughs> there you go, uh, on, on the fly. Well, it's a
4: public holiday, so <laughs> Ast- Australians wouldn't mind probably one a
1: month. That's that. all I care about. I get my holiday. Yep. I go to a barbecue. Thank you very much. And by the way, I'm okay with the renaming of Margaret Court Arena, as long as it's named after Bernard Tomic. <laughs> I think he stands for everything we love in this country. Seems like premiers, all of a sudden, are the only politicians we hear from, the bitching and the moaning and the and the borders and the breakdown. I haven't heard from Scott Morrison. In, in Melbourne, we were locked down for 12 weeks and I never heard from him once. Why are the premiers all of a sudden the rock stars of Australian politics?
4: Well, because uh, the plague uh, the is in charge of the nation, has handed off all the responsibility to the states. <laughs> MIA. That,
3: that's
4: what's happened. So areas like quarantine, uh, areas of borders, uh, they're all, all being flicked to the state premiers yeah. and... What's more, I think that the big thing we're seeing is Aussies just perform magnificently, you know, making sacrifices, doing the right thing by their mates and their communities and doing the right thing by people who they'll never meet. And we should be really proud of the way our nation has performed and compare it with the sort of disruption and disputes that you see in places like the US, frankly. Yep. It's the great yep. Australian spirit of looking after each other. I
1: like it. Uh, get back in there. Hold their feet to the fire. We hope to speak to you soon. Here's an idea. Question time in Parliament. Take a leaf out of the Taiwanese book. <laughs> Throw a few chairs, a couple of punches. <laughs> sure, that's what's
2: required. Good on you, hey, just Maybe, Elbow, we're about to go into a song, and since you, oh, you're D- the DJ, DJ got a um, request? Re- we're thinking spider bait, Black Betty. Is that cool with DJ elbo
4: Absolutely, a
0: cover
2: version, but a fantastic. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, that's a it. Fantastic
0: one. It is indeed. Here it Party is. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy with Jay, Jay. Jay
1: Mondo wow. joins us. Synopsis, please.
3: Let's get into it, Jay. Cool. You betcha. It's about soulmates, love at first sight, and sticking together no matter what. It is the exact opposite of Taylor Swift's "We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together." Mm. There is one unanswered question, though. Who is trying to separate this couple? Who is this nefarious they who wants to cleave this love in two? Judgmental parents? Social <laughs> norms? Thanos?
1: Brian Ferry, let's stick together. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. good. good, song. good song. Good song. Great song. Good party song. Good, song. good the test of time, hasn't
3: it? Yeah, I agree. Do yes. I win anything? You don't win anything because it's not correct.
2: Dave, yeah. come on, you're good at this. Come together, I'm thinking. Come together. Now, there's a song. <laughs>
1: Good song. Yeah. Not correct. Ah. Can I say something? I think you're losing it a bit. Do you? You're the last couple have gone off very quickly. And in fact, I think it we was second oh. caller. Was it second? We had a call first caller, a first and, caller a, and, a and a second caller. And a second caller. So either well, you've taken your eye off the ball. Yeah, what's happening? Or you've run out of ideas, as as or you're just too easy to read, or yeah. you're just Captain Obvious. Yeah. Or the audience but is just really good. But at you it. used to be tough yeah, and it smart. used to be a real head scratcher, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I feel you pick up your game one if you think you know what it is, people. This is Malloy. Yeah.
0: Time to gather back around your wireless, people. Here comes the big second hour of Malloy.
1: And it's going to be a
2: cracker. Make no mistake, Tana Douglas-Dave is Can't coming I. up. I've read the book and it's, in, it's incredible. She's Australia's, in fact, the world's first female roadie, and uh, she lived with ACDC, not far from these studios where we're broadcasting from, as a 16-year-old runaway. so She's, she's got been to all the stories. parties,
1: now where all the bodies are buried, yeah, yeah. and it's a cracking read. It's called Loud, and we're going to go through it with her in just a moment. Tourism Australia have ponied up some cash mm. so that you can go on a flight yeah. inside Australia yes. this day Holiday here to That's Victoria, right. from anywhere in the country to Victoria, you've just got to tell us... Why you want to go to Victoria? And don't say to. Uh, I want to go to have a coffee in Chapel yeah, Street. I'll like. see the fairy penguin. It's yeah, yeah, not yeah. going to fly, unless it's to shoot one. Yeah, go
2: to but Mick's house. I want to go to Mick Malloy's house. Well, sleep in the spare bed. Do you room. know what? It's ro- roped off like Graceland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, can
1: t- you can take a tour. Ooh, this oh. is where he slept on the couch. This is where he only took 43 steps. Let's in have a look inside day.
2: the fridge. Yeah, you're right. There is nothing in there.
1: <laughs> oh, some cheese singles. All right. You get the idea. Why do you want to go to Victoria? We'll take your calls, we'll take your tweets, but let's start at the top of this slide. Jay- as we said, he's in, a, he's in a form slump, yeah. he's out mm, of practice, right. but he's been picked off early for the last two days. Mm. Yesterday was first call, the day before, two calls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you need a spell. I don't know. It, you just, you've dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to go back to the twos. Yeah. Find Try some, find some form. It. Work better. And come back. We'll see
3: how you go yeah. today. Synopsis, please. Yeah. It's about soulmates, love at first sight, and sticking together no matter what. It is the exact opposite of Taylor Swift's We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. There is one one unanswered question, though. Who is trying to separate this couple? Who mm. is this nefarious they who wants to cleave this love in two? Judgmental parents? Social norms? <laughs> Thanos?
1: I never say cleave. <laughs> I don't. The word offends me. <laughs> so it's short for cleavage or bedungas, as they say in certain parts of the country. Whitney. Whitney's lost it. Salt Lake cities. As I said, babe, it's just it's happened a bit, but So no, cleave is just the. Heat. All right, let's get into it. Let's take the calls. Mark, where are you calling from, Mark?
2: One faggy, huh?
1: One faggy. What's happening in one faggy, mate? What would happen if ah. I was there today?
2: Uh, well, you'd be uh,
4: windy, and it's windy, and you'd be flying a kite, mate.
1: I'd be flying a kite all right. uh, yeah. as all which the which not unusual. F- <laughs> That's all I do. I fly an imaginary kite most <clears throat> days. Uh, what's your guess? Song, please.
6: Uh, Cindy Walker, Time After Time.
1: Love, not on our playlist. Mm. Not on... Right. Well, why would you say Time After Time? What's the clue? Oh, I don't really know. It just. Sounded right. Okay. Is it a voice in your head? Yeah, say, Cindy Lopez. Uh, well, if, if, <laughs> not if... correct, Mark. Sorry. Uh, well, <laughs> right, bad luck. But give him a case of Brick Lane anyway. Oh, the drought. Well the draft. Yeah. On its way. Mandy's on the line. Mandy, what's your guess? Uh,
4: Jesse's girl by Rick Springfield. Oh. Yeah.
1: This is the song that inspired this segment, Sure did? We were on a trip to Newcastle, we were. a road trip, and you said, "Do you know what this song is?" And did the synopsis for Jessie's Girl. That's I went, right. "That's off the chart. That could work." And we did. That it. could work, and uh, it clearly doesn't because you get picked off every day. <laughs> is it Jessie's Girl? It's not. not. Sorry, <laughs> Mandy. No. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mandy. Got... Slab of Brick Lane for okay. Mandy. Thank you. Hey, Mandy. Ooh. Whoa, whoa. Thank you. Hey, Mandy. Yep. Hey, where are you going? Yeah, what's the hurry? I just went, okay,
5: thank you. No, no, you've no, been no, polite
1: no, no. and then about to hang up, and yeah. I just felt and that not only it only was got a way
2: to finish up. Not only have you got a case of Brick Lane, which is bloody good beer, yeah. I'm also going to give you $100 to use oh. wherever Andy. you want, to, Netflix oh. or oh God, Uber listen. Eats. So, Legends, uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan. I've
1: been trying for ages to get through. Oh, oh, thank good. you man. so hey, much. Hey, Mandy. You can hang up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was, just seemed to be hurrying up. I know. Off. She was, she you know I do wanted to hang around and yeah, get to know her more. Did say goodbye? I don't yeah. know. Just felt like it was I'm rude. finish. Hang on now. I'm really happy.
5: Yeah. Jessie's
1: great. Mandy's girl. a fine girl. Mandy's great. And Andrea, is it? Looking glass. <laughs> Andrea? Yes. yes. Hi, uh, a- Andrea. Where are you calling from? I'm
5: calling from Tarelgan.
1: Also in Victoria, which oh, yeah. is where everyone's going to battle it out. We choose right? Australia to fly into. Yeah. Should they come to Tarelgan? What would they do in Terralgan?
5: Oh, uh, they can do everything. We are. Uh, Within an hour and a half of everything, snow.
1: So, well, why wouldn't city. you just why wouldn't you just go there rather than be an hour and a half away? From
5: well, because them? we're the central hey, place, so we're the best place tone. to be. <laughs> take <laughs> that
1: tone out of your voice, <laughs> Andrew. What's the song? What is, what's the gift?
5: I think it's never us apart by Inex. Yes.
2: Which, by the way, was voted the number one Australian song of all time by our listeners. The, Go- it, the Aussie Goat. You've got to be yeah, kidding me. in excess. Uh, it, was a, it was a good time, song time
1: until Port Adelaide got their hands on it. Right. Uh, ruined <laughs> it. Yes. Thanks Plus a lot. contrived start to a sporting right. event. It is just ridiculous. Oh, Port Adelaide, love it. But it, has, it, was, it was fun to watch uh, during the preliminary final oh, last year on, nice. in Adelaide. <laughs> and the
2: Tigers <laughs> came to town. Okay. Andrea, guess what? What? You're oh, no. oh Andrea's got right. Now, you're the winner. And, Andrew, you've also got $100 to use at your choice of hundreds of providers, including Coles, the iconic oh, Netflix Amazon, Uber Eats and more. How good's that? that
5: is awesome. Thank oh, you so much.
3: Done. All right. Dange, before you play Never Tear Us Apart from yes, the NXS. just like to dedicate this song. To who? Moonlight 2. Oh, my God.
5: We oh, my God. It's
3: happened. It's
1: oh, happened is, during didn't the Didn't make it through the afternoon. Got a text. You
3: started the Moonlight show. Moonlight
1: 2 is dead. This, this is your niece Olivia's second fish? That's right. And it's gone. Yeah, big hello do to Olivia the, if you're do, listening in the car. Do we, know what the second, <laughs> do, we, do we know what the circumstances were? We do not. Is there any human involvement? Or not that it? I'm aware of. Because the first one went in a bizarre filter accident. <laughs> the first fish died in the filter. All and right. what, what do we know about this? We Just that it's dead. To anyone okay. out there who's ever lost a fish All in right. uh, strange circumstances... Uh, maybe pull your car over <laughs> and just have a think, a little cry. Yeah, uh, enjoy. This one goes out to all the Episcopalians. This
0: is Malloy. Rock and roll is a lifestyle. Hello, female! And Tana Douglas has done it all. A female Aussie trailblazer that's toured the world as a roadie for some of the biggest names in music. From an early start on the road at just 16 with a the then little-known ACDC to touring the world with the who's who of rock from Queen to Pearl Jam and the Chillies to Iggy Pop. Tana's story is now a fantastic new book, Loud, released in stores today. And we welcome her to the show now, Tana Douglas.
1: She knows where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> She's seen it all. She's toured with everyone. She's on the line now. Tana, thanks for joining us. How are you?
6: Hi, I'm great. Thank you so
1: much for having me at Triple M. Well, we love to have you on here. And for our audience, this is like rock and roll's Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) It's the kind of uh, massive stories behind the scenes, lifting the lid on the parties, the bands, the travel. It's so fantastic. And underneath that, I want to point out too, there's a very important and substantial story About your life Mm. and and this life with your family, which has been your touring bands, began when you were 16. You basically ran away and joined the circus, didn't you, is how it all happened for you?
6: Yeah, it definitely did, yeah. There wasn't a lot at home for me. It wasn't like a normal home upbringing, so to speak. There was no real close family unit. And uh, I just thought there's got to be something better somewhere else. And I had a love for music and it seemed to get me through you know, situations that weren't so good, so I just escaped yep. the music. And so I thought, well,
1: there's it's out there, so I have to go find it. So we, we know this still goes on today. The battle has still not been won. Mm. It's so hard for women to break into so many industries. Mm. You would have been a pioneer, I'm guessing, uh, making your name on the road crew for rock and roll So what are we talking, 30 years ago, Can you describe the challenges that you faced as a pioneer in this field?
6: Basically, there were no other women out there. So uh, I decided that the way I could do it is to be one of the boys. That way I would stand out as a woman, I'd fit in as a member of the crew. So that was a really early decision and it was quite an important one. I think it helped me a lot. And, you know, I just basically adapted. I'm quite (laughs) (laughs) chameleon-esque. And so just whatever they were doing, I did which wasn't necessarily always the smartest move. Right?
1: <laughs> right. Well, let's rip into it and talk about some of the adventures you've had along the way. The first band, the big band, that you got associated with was ACDC and oh, they wow. weren't famous at this stage. You lived with them in a house in St Kilda when they were just getting out of the ground? Describe that to yes. us. Well, it was,
6: it was a ramshackled house. You know, it was off the Dandenong Road there on Lansdowne Road and and it was probably the like the, the poor illegitimate child of the street, you know what I mean? It was the (laughs) ramshackle. You could tell it had been cared for. But then we moved in so just as well because (laughs) we were just a bunch of kids ourselves, you know, and I think that's why the bond was so close, you know, with the Young Brothers and and the rest of the band is we're all really young, you know, and... Malcolm and Angus hadn't lived away from home before, you know, and I think they thought maybe it was a good idea to have a girl in
1: the house. It paid off for Malcolm because he had an affair with you, which you I can talk about. It's in the book. Correct? Describe that. Was mm. that
6: when you were living in the house? Do you have affairs when you're 17-year-old. I, I think you it, actually it's... just sort of hook up and hang out. Correct. You know? uh, <laughs>
1: I was trying to be polite. Uh, <laughs> but it hasn't paid off. And you've made the right choice because it would have been creepy with Angus because he's it's still in a school nice. uniform and it <laughs> wouldn't have felt quite... Tell, tell us about Bon Scott yeah. because I I've got it. There's a famous picture I like, which is Bond Scott with his shirt off talking to two models half a game, and he's on tippy toes because <laughs> he's clearly, as a camera fan, you can see him on tippy toes. Was yeah. he conscious about his height?
6: Bond was unfortunately conscious about a lot of things. He just was, he? Oh, yeah? he was a sensitive soul. He really, really was, actually. and. But he was such a joker, you know, and, and I think that's how he dealt with it, like, you know, and likewise I do too. If I'm nervous or whatever, I make a joke. Yeah. He would get his little persona going and he's cheeky and, he, <laughs> and you know, the standing on the tippy-toes for the models. That's typical him because that would endear him to
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> he was funny as a fox as well. <laughs> Indeed, I'm fascinated by his story right to mm. the very end. Very hard to find a photo of him wearing a shirt. <laughs> as is Iggy Pop. Now you toured with Iggy Pop. Did you ever see Iggy Pop with a shirt on? You know, Does he own a shirt?
6: Occasionally, you'd see him with a little t-shirt on under his leather jacket, or, <laughs> or in one bad time, my leather jacket. Right, okay. <laughs> but you know, as far as a shirt with a collar and, and button-down sleeves and stuff, no, I've never seen. That never. well,
1: and what I'm, I'm gonna ask you about this incident apparently, doing cocaine with Iggy Pop and David Bowie after a gig. Disgust,
6: <laughs> it wasn't after actually, it was I got <laughs> called backstage, which is the worst thing that can ever happen to a group. Like, what do you mean, yeah. come up to the dressing room? The dressing room is supposed to be coming down to the stage, no, <laughs> yes. but so there I am fighting my way through this the music machine in London, yeah. And it was just wall-to-wall punk fans. And, and I, it was a nightmare. So I finally get upstairs. Yes. And he's locked himself in the dressing room, hasn't yeah. he? Great joke. Him and, him and Bowie are in there. I didn't know it was David Bowie. I didn't even know there was anyone in there with him. Yes. But they're like, he's not coming out. He wants you to go in. And it's like, oh, for God's sake. All right, bang, bang, bang on the door. It's like, James Osterberg. Which is <laughs> Full nine. Yeah. me being, like, mad at him. And it was like, you know, meanwhile, I'm yeah. only 21. But, you know, <laughs> like, come out of this dressing room now! And he peeks out and he giggles. And he grabs me and he pulls me in and shuts the door and locks it really quickly. And he's like, "That got him." And I said, "What do you mean, them? I'm one of them." Stop <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs>
2: what are
6: you doing? He's all excited. No, 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 no. I want you to meet someone. I want you to meet someone. You know. And he's holding this mirror. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> and I look over and there's this guy in the shadows in the corner of the dressing room with, a, like, a fedora hat on and a <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, whoever this guy is, you know, he's bad news. He should know better than to encourage this behaviour. So I thought, screw him. And so I did both of <laughs> this. So I did the second one he brings him over and he drags him over and he goes, Ted, T, 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 I want you to meet, it's David Bowie. And I'm just oh. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know what to do. So I just gave him the empty mirror and the rolled up note, grabbed digging and ran to the stage.
1: Wow. <laughs> One of many stories in Loud uh, by Tanner Douglas. Can you hang around? I want to ask you so many yeah. stories. There's so many bands you've toured with. We'll be back with more Loud from Tanner after this. You're listening to Malloy on
2: Triple M.
0: The drive home. This, this
2: is Malloy. Joining us from Los Angeles, California, right now is Tana Douglas, author of Loud. Yeah. Uh, Tana is uh, well, she's a she's a roadie from way back. One of the One original of the original pioneer female roadies,
1: A pioneer has done Ozzy Osborne, White Snake, excess, the Police, Elton John. He oh. he, he would have been cranky. Wouldn't we'll get to him in a minute. Oh, okay. Elton John, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers. There you go. Good lord, did you ever have to attach their socks <laughs> for, <laughs> for for the big finale? Yeah. The the nude scene with yeah. the socks. No,
6: thankfully. That was not my job. That didn't make it into the equipment that I was handling, <laughs> thank
1: heaven. asked about Iggy Pop. Elton John, was yeah. he difficult or hard to work with? You hear so many stories about Elton John.
6: You know, it, it's the time I was with him. I was with him over about a four-year period, and I call those his difficult years. <laughs> okay. But, and, you know, and it's a shame, really, because he's an incredibly talented man. Yeah. And he had quite an opulence to him, so we'd throw these amazing parties, and we'd get to go to them, and, you know, whether it was Christmas, you know, and and we'd all turn up at a Christmas dinner that was really lush and, and yes. special, and you know, or going to Windsor Castle with him you know, to perform. for <laughs> Yes, whale. you know, he just wasn't a happy camper in those days, and. Mm. And yeah. it got to the point where you couldn't pay me enough to stay, you know. But <laughs> the news is he's come full circle. He's got his family. He's got his two boys. Yeah, go you, know, you know, more power
1: to him. Give us the guff on Ozzy Osbourne. One of my favourite documentaries is The History of Rock and Roll Part 2, The End of Western Civilization, Who's making breakfast with the shakiest hands I've ever seen. What was he like and was he fun? Talk us through the vibe backstage with Aussie, Aussie. You know,
6: you've got to love Aussie. There's
2: something about him
6: that you just of course you, do. you can't stay mad at him, you know.
2: It's like, <laughs> yeah. He's a sweetheart, isn't he? It's
6: like you're dealing with the little kids, you know. So <laughs> he was always up for a joke or a prank, you know. I'm not sure if he knew he was, but he was, you know. He turned, <laughs> I think he was a bit lonely really in a way and he just wanted to be a part of the group, yeah. you know, so, you know, he'd come on kitchen raids in hotels with us and, you know, shave various crew mm-hmm. members who managed to fall asleep in a room's eyebrows off, never fall asleep. So, you know, he was a part of all that sort of stuff. So when I finally realised that he wasn't going to fall off the stage every night, I could relax a little bit.
1: <laughs> he shuffles around like Cliffy Young. Yeah, I, I say right. so many stories that we don't have time to get to because I want to address something else, slightly more more important, and it was not only the sexism you encountered from men in the industry, which we don't take for granted. I don't mean to brush that aside. I can't, I can't imagine the battles you had to go into. But there was also a, a negative reaction from a lot of women in the industry or you got a negative reaction from a lot of, let's, let's call them fans, who didn't like uh, the access you had to bands. Can you elaborate on that?
6: Yeah, that was interesting. Interesting actually, you know, I was I was really nervous about being misconstrued as you know one of the girls that they call groupies or whatever, you know. Yep. And, and I was yep. really nervous about that, which is why I worked so hard and and I think why I acted so much like one of the boys, because then I could sort of, you know, get rid of that, you know, even being possible, or I hoped I could, which never really went away. Yeah. But you know, whether it was girlfriends mm. or wives or just you know, girls wanting to get backstage. Um, frequently, they saw me as some sort of threat, which was weird to me because <laughs> I just unloaded ten trucks and I looked like hell. So I don't know how to... <laughs>
1: You're not in the mood? <laughs> you know, I
6: was just about to do it again after the show finished, so I, I yeah. never quite understood it, but it was there, yeah. Well,
1: it's tip of the iceberg stuff, isn't oh, it, Dave? There's That's so many amazing. good stories. Hit on by George Harrison, a touring with Neil Diamond. That could be a book on its own. Yeah. I'm sure you should be very proud of your life And indeed, the book about it, which is called Loud, it's Tana Douglas. We're going to give a couple away as prizes here. You're welcome on this network and the show anytime, Anytime. Tana. Congratulations
2: on a wonderful, colorful, a life so far. Well, oh, brilliant. Thank you so much for
6: having me, guys. I love your show, by the uh, way. Thank you.
2: Loud is the book. It's in stores right now and available online. Get it wherever you get your books from. That's Tana Douglas. A
0: drive home that's always
1: unpredictable. <laughs> this is,
2: is Malloy. Tana Douglas, uh, incredible. Good, I love her stories. What and great the book story. is out now, too. Loud, which you can get in bookstores. We
1: should get her back once a week just to tell a story. Please. Tell us about the time you are touring in She's Vegas. She's with everybody.
2: With, yeah, chilli peppers. Amazing.
1: How good... But and it's time to change gears, well, yeah, Dave. Yeah. And this is one of my favourite uh, competitions we've run this year uh, mm. and the last couple from the good folk at Tourism Australia yep. who've, uh, who are doing a great job encouraging people to take a holiday in their own country. Why wouldn't you? Now's the we've time got it all to do here it. Here. It's all under the one roof. Why would you want to go anywhere else? I don't else? get it. And there's here. so much to explore in other states yeah, yeah. than your own. And today we're spotlighting Victoria. Yes. If you want to come and visit Victoria, one triple three five three, you need to tell us why. Yeah, there's yeah. so much you can do. What could we'll you do? You what a, would
2: be a good reason? Uh, Victoria, what about Captain Cook's cottage? I'd go there.
1: you have slept camp- there. I've slept overnight <laughs> uh, illegally. Yeah, yeah. Walking home through the Edinburgh Gardens. That's right. And I thought I'd, I'd had a couple. Yeah. Very shortly. So bed, wasn't I, I broke into Captain Cook's cottage and slept there the night. Let me just say, tiny beds. <laughs> tiny <laughs> beds. What about you? If you could anywhere in Victoria, what would you do? Oh, I'd go to oh, the big wheel. We've got the big wheel. Oh, yeah. Do so you know yeah, the big yeah, wheel? Yeah. It's, Docklands. It's the worst tourist dream. So it's a big wheel <laughs> it looks, and when you look at it, it looks like it's stationary. And lit up at night, it looks incredible. And it's over the right? Docklands. But yeah, it it's, is. So you've got, you've got a view of like the wharfs Costco. Yep. And Costco. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, do you know what? It's the only stationary wheel. I know that close to Footscray that hasn't been stolen.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. Well, <laughs> it's worth a visit. And we've got $2,000, so we've got some travel vouchers. Doone, some what about going to Bonnie, oh, Bonnie Doon. Doon? Yes, please. We're
0: going to Bonnie Doon. We all left soon after, except for to Trace to and Con. Con. As you can imagine, they were just married we're and wanted some time for themselves, Barney so they drove up in their own car. We're Dad had a song he used to, to sing about going to Bonnie, to Bonnie Doon, only he sang it a lot, and it was Barney a bit repetitive.
5: Doon. Doon.
1: You'll recognise yep. that scene from the castle, uh, the family on their way to Bonnie Doon. Yep. It could be you. Yes, all right. Shall we take some calls? Let's go for it. Charlie, why do you want to go to the great state of Victoria?
4: Uh, to go uh, four-wheel driving in the high country and take any brother that I haven't seen for a long time. Jeez, oh, well, no. God,
1: that's a bit controversial. What are you going to do, tear up the high country, <laughs> which is beautiful, pristine yeah, yeah. pastoral land, and you're going to do some panning? <laughs> No, 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 just for driving. Right. Well you want to track some monster truck tires and you know, just a ripple yeah, yeah, up the countryside? Yeah, yeah, don't mind. I haven't been there down, down Charlie, there
4: for a long
1: time. The but. high country, it's man from snowy river country, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And whether you go in snow season or not, it's worth the trip. I agree. Good Good on you, Charlie. Yeah, right. you're in this, you're in there riding right it. Uh Sean Sean, mm. why do you want to go to Victoria?
4: Mate, I'm a horror fanatic. Oh, and I want yeah. I want to go on, on ghost tours. There's about oh, a dozen wow. in Melbourne you can do. Mm-hmm. And the main two is Pentry's prison, which where Topper Reed was staged oh, where oh, he was yeah. at. Oh, sure. And the last last guy I hanged there was in Australia. Oh. And there's and then, yeah, and yeah. there's about probably about forty five I think bodies buried <laughs> under the ground and they
2: recognize okay. it. Ghoulish, is not it?
1: Victoria. But I allow it. Sounds,
2: it sounds great. It All does right. it
1: does sound great. And do you know Sean originally? Uh John Batman. Uh, founded right. Melbourne, and instead of being called Victoria, we we're going to be called Batmania. I heard that. How good Imagine. would Victoria be if it was called Batmania? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh God, oh, damn it! A I missed that. opportunity yep. there. Let's go to Michael. All right. uh, okay, Michael, why, what would, why do you want to go to Victoria? Yeah, mate, I just love Victoria all around the coastline.
4: I, I want to Where? go to Warrnambool. Um, I've, I've stayed there a couple of times now. and oh, you going know, um, Warnervale?
1: What about their whale sightings? They do. do you, have you seen that? Because the whales go... Yeah, through. yeah,
4: the Whalers in has got a good meal there and uh, Stingray Bay comes, you know, they got that inland...
1: Yeah. With all the the sand the sand islands, yeah. you know, my kids problem, love playing. the problem with the whale sightings is you're not allowed to harpoon them. No, that's like if you, if you saw them going
2: past, <laughs> like that would you. be a,
1: people would come <laughs> from all what around that the, is world the world. Wrong. If you, you just get one off, <laughs> you're
2: not. Whooshka. Oh look, there's the real white one. No whaling off Used to happen years ago, not anymore.
1: All right, I I'll tell okay. you what, we're going to do. We're going to come back and do some more of this. I'm not satisfied yet. There's one triple three five three. Keep the calls coming, and at the end of the next segment, yep. we will announce our winner. Go for it
2: the drive home. This is Malloy. Yeah, thanks to uh, Tourism Australia. You know, Australia, the best is in your backyard. The ultimate holiday awaits. Start planning your next travel adventure at Australia.com giving away trips to Victoria
1: today. We are showcasing the embarrassment of riches in the mm. great state of Victoria. It doesn't matter where you're in the country, you are going to go to Victoria, you are going to have a holiday, it's got to be great, you've got to tell us where you want to go. What do you, you bring something? up and say you want to go to Ramsey Street?
2: Oh, uh, could, the home of neighbours. Home of neighbours. You could go yeah. and chuck rocks at Toadie's
1: window. <laughs> 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 I mean, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah,
2: dig up Bouncer, he'd be buried somewhere. Why don't <laughs> go and see the floral clock?
1: Let's uh, forget. who needs Hey, who needs a harbour bridge, mm. right? Who needs a barrier reef <laughs> when you're sitting on the floral <laughs> clock, people? It's a clock, it's, but it's made out of flowers. And very underwhelming. You know what annoys me? It never changes the daylight saving. <laughs> I, I go down there on daylight saving. Go, What's going with the floral clock? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> uh, Sue's on the line. Sue, why do you want to go to Victoria?
6: Well, hubby and I are keen detectorists, so we're Hi. going
1: to go to Bendigo and do some gold detecting. Oh, you might have missed the rush. I, I think, I, I think <laughs> yeah. the boom time was a couple of hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, why don't yeah. you go to Hanging Rock instead? Hanging Rock, where oh, yeah. like, young schoolgirls went That's it, went Peter missing. Weir. Yeah, That's got to be. Do right. you know what? Maybe. I found out recently that's not true. It was a made-up. No, up. that's right. fictional. A, Of course, it was a well, story. I always thought it was real. Oh, Nick. I always go up there. You know, Bendigo Miranda, is... I always think one day I'll find her bones. You know what I mean? You won't oh, you go up there for a trip and have a look the weekend. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, okay, Sue, so you are in the hunt. Make no mistake. Dale's on the line. Dale, where do you want to go, mate? Mickey, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Where do you want to go in Victoria? Uh, a on the Murray, off oh, the, yeah. oh, of the right. and a uh, few friends sitting on a houseboat. Yeah, knocking oh, back house? a few cold yeah. ones. Houseboat in the would be good too. Oh, yeah, boy, yeah? yeah, and you oh, going to wear like a skipper's outfit, a or cool what are you going to do? You going to wear a boater? Right. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'll oh, probably a captain's hat, mate. I'd like to drive the boat. Dale, so. you're in the hunt. Sure. Thank you. Jodie's on the line. Jodie, you're going to Victoria. Where would you go? Hey,
6: I'd like to go to Hepburn and Dalesford. I was there right, on the I, weekend. It is so awesome.
2: It's, it's a great a beautiful
6: spot. beautiful place. Oh, my yeah, God. We've, yeah. got a,
2: we've got a pie from the uh, award-winning bakery there in Dalesford. Yeah, in Dalesford. Well, Five yeah. dollars, Dave, which wasn't it. a bad price. Hi there, who, who goes there? I, I believe, I
1: believe yeah. it's the gay capital of it Victoria. Is. Yeah. is it not? No, it's the. Awesome.
6: No, it is not. There's all the natural springs, and you can well, go around like your well, you you have already been there. there. Why well, you
1: go up. back? If you know all about I have it,
6: I've been there about five or six years ago. Five or six years ago, I've years. been dying to go back. Right. Um, you
1: know where you? I've been there when you're on a first date, or you're trying to get a ring. You know, you're <laughs> going. Oh God, I'll give you this one. Yeah, sure. I'll go to Dalesford and have a look at the lavender farm. <laughs> It's just a paddock. No. Full of oh, I mean, yeah. I'm with you, Jodie. It is beautiful. All oh, right, Jodie, yeah, settle please. down, settle <laughs> down. You're in the hunt. <laughs> You're in the hunt. Michael. Michael's on the line. Michael, why why do you want to go to the great state of Victoria?
2: G'day, Mick. Um, I'd like to go down the Great Ocean Road and see oh. the seven and a half apostles <laughs> before they're all gone. <laughs> Like the apostles, yeah. they're, they're
1: they're crashing like flies, yeah. aren't they? The, they br- are, is the they bridge, I, the bridge, the bridge went. London Bridge, London you, yeah, Bridge yes, went. London Bridge is gone. I've got to get down there and see them before they no longer exist. Wouldn't it yeah. be great to see one actually go
2: while you were there? If you could say, "I <laughs> oh, was at the the apostles," that'd that'd be like being at Siegfried and Roy the night they got attacked by the tiger. I tell you what, though, I've been there, and it is <laughs> breath—it's breathtaking. <laughs> do
1: you do any work? It sounds yeah. like everywhere we're talking about. No, you have traveled.
2: i have got family down in that part of the world, but you go to the twelve apostles or seven and a half. It is. <laughs> it is breathtaking. It is, yeah. yeah. The, the photos don't do it justice, I don't think. So, yeah, good yeah. call
1: there. Yeah. All right. Hey, we come to that time. We, we need to do? pick a winner. So many worthy ones. Who are you going to go with? Oh, I don't know. Dave. Let's go with Jodie. She oh, can Jody go back and hey! faster. you win it. Come on, Jodie.
5: Oh, well done. Yeah. yeah well,
1: well, I would have gone with uh, Ramsey Street or the big <laughs> wheel or the floral cock, personally. to yeah. No, this will make you feel good. I've been essential
6: workout. I've been
2: working flat out. Good you. So, well, yeah, well yeah, yeah. Jodie, you need a break. And yeah, where the, are you calling from, by the way? Whereabouts are, where are you? Who? Lake
6: Macquarie.
1: Oh, Lake Macquarie. Oh, nice. So yeah. good on you. Thank you for all your work. You are heroes. Mm. Have, you, you, have you, you're a health worker, did you say?
5: I did. Oh, were were yes, you yes.
1: COVID related? Have you been doing a lot of COVID tests?
6: Um, no, no, no. Working in cardiology. Um, oh, good
1: on you. Yes. Good Just on you. I'll see you in yet. a couple of years. <laughs> 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 hey, Jody, are you good on you? You're a good egg. Enjoy your holiday. Thanks for choosing Australia, people. You don't have to win a holiday to. To have a great... You don't have to win it. No, no, no that's right. It's cheap as chips. You get on a plane, you go to another
2: state. Let's support our own. You'll be
1: treated own. like a king. Yeah. We'll, we'll be welcomed warmly and you're doing a great thing for this country. So go Australia.com
2: is the website to uh, to book your next travel adventure. And H- if who, you... Who are we doing tomorrow? Uh, I believe we are doing uh, the Queensland tomorrow. Queensland? That's right. McHugh, Queensland. Yeah. I want to go up there. Me Schoolies. Too. Oh.
1: schoolies. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying
2: schoolies. Yeah, right? you're more of a toolie. Thank you. Yeah. Here's the thing though. What? You can also enter online. So if you can't get through on the phone. You know what? I want to enter and yep. I can't ring Malloy right now. So you go to MalloyShow.com. Why do you want a holiday to Queensland? Yeah, why do you want to go to Queensland? Why do you want to go up there? Do it. hang out why
1: with, wouldn't you? at Bernard Tomek's house. <laughs> Could be one reason. Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. Well
2: great state of Queensland. We're coming for you. Well done with Tourism Australia as well. For the drive home, this, this
1: is Malloy. Some great music stories from Tana. Tana Douglas, author of Loud. Yeah. Loud is the book. Uh to Cracking read. Right, she was right. telling some Ozzy Osborne's stories, which yes. I kinda liked. He would have been funded to with. Do you Imagine. know he did a tour of Australia and I oh, was the only interview he did. In I remember. That. Do you remember that? No, I did And I heard some, some pretty ripe <clears> material throat> throat> that might be in her book. Uh was this about uh, well, does it, is it self-explanatory? Yeah, it kind of is. Oh, you so take a listen
2: to Mix Interview with Ozzy Osbourne.
1: Your special treat was when you were in England, you used to go around at the front of hotel rooms where people had their shoes out and you were prone to taking a crap in them. True or false? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: That's true as well. What do you do? Have a bit of spare time on your hands and just thought you'd go and snap one off? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I walk out and wipe, see my puppy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh well I mean, instead of a tie. Instead of a connect tie, I should have worn a toilet rolling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had a million stories. Oh, Surprisingly, he didn't remember any of them, but he did well. In fact, Whitney who works here on the show, uh, um, worked with the entire Osborne family and was a friend yeah. of Ozzy Osborne's. True. Yeah.
5: yeah, true. You knew I've, him from um, how old were I've, you? I think when I first met Ozzy and Sharon, I think I was seventeen years old and then from eighteen I started working with Kelly. Yep. And right. then I've just kind of been in contact with them since, not so much in the last, you know, three or four years, but before that at least once a year. Yeah.
1: Was it fun times? Yeah, are they was that as like? mad as you would believe them to be? Yeah,
5: they are. <laughs> <laughs> they, are. they are, but do you know what? They're also the most full of love family, a lot of fun, really caring. Yeah, I've had what a lot of a good What about a sister times. who
1: never turns up? Isn't there another sibling who refuses yeah, to there be identified? Is. We're not, not going to talk about yeah. her.
5: What, I, I don't know what. You No, I don't know. She's just she just is a bit more of a private person. She didn't want to be part of. All right. <laughs> what, what
2: about Jack? What's Jack like?
5: Jack is the best. Yeah. I love Jack. He's a real sweetheart. Right. Yeah. You never yeah, said that about well, me
1: or Dave. Yeah. yeah. i no, oh, for oh, good so reason. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by for the way, good. you are in trouble mm. today.
2: What for you, now? You were
1: entrusted with giving us an Oslotto win yesterday and $30 million, nice. and nothing's happened, and I haven't seen the ticket. Who's got the ticket?
4: I gave it to Jamu.
1: I had the ticket. I had the, I we go, the Jay? ticket in the drawer. Oh, took right, it down right. to the
3: cellar this afternoon with James as a witness. They ran it through the machine. Not a winning entry. No, we didn't win how, anything. How, nothing. How many numbers? Zip. don't know. They just ran it through the little thing, and it came up. Boom. I don't believe you. You lose. Did and anyone why, win? Uh, can we wrap this up? James and I have got a flight to catch. No, just, <laughs> why are you
1: wearing a mink coat
3: and a fedora? <laughs> yeah, <that's> yeah. Right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? This is how I roll, man. Can I have a look at the ticket place? Yeah. Ticket's gone. It is gone. It was well, a non-winning ticket. Oh. What, do I, what do I need a non-winning ticket for? You oh. are a
1: disgrace. I also
4: li- didn't win on my personal one, just FYI. Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, there's another one Thursday night. 20 a, million tomorrow night. 20 Powerball. million tomorrow night. All right, we're in. We're in? You right. in? Yeah, but I can't pay. Just make a I'm, bank transfer. I'm a bit short. Actually, right? I don't know <laughs> if Matty or – How about yesterday? How long have we, have we got time 30 for 30 seconds. <laughs> yesterday, I couldn't – I didn't know how to do a bank transfer, so we had to go around getting cash off, off, off all
2: the <laughs> – Yeah, you found the, Eddie uh, McGuire's old <laughs> stash on the window. Sir.
1: <laughs> to pony up $7.30 in coins. I said I'm good for it.
2: Yeah. All right, who's on tomorrow? Tomorrow on the show, Emma Friedman, our friend Jim Jeffries will be joining us from LA. It's been a Thursday, so gone wild. And your chance to win a trip to Queensland. That's tomorrow, Malloy.
0: Now you're all caught up on the Malloy Drive Show.